Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Space Podcast, where today we're going to be talking about some tough luck for SpaceX, Strata Launch's plane's successful flight, and Northrop Grumman's Antares rocket successful launch. So SpaceX's Falcon Heavy core booster will not be arriving back to port anytime soon. In a statement on April 15th, SpaceX said the booster core aboard the deck of the drone ship, of course I still love you, was an- unable to remain upright after rough seas didn't allow for crews to secure it to the ship. Spokesman James Gleason said, as conditions worsened from 8 to 10 foot swells, the booster began to shift and ultimately was unable to remain upright. SpaceX has a robotic system known as OctoGrabber that is able to secure Falcon 9 cores upon landing, but sources say the OctoGrabber doesn't work on the Falcon Heavy core because it has different interfaces that the robot is not experienced with. So the first flight of Strato Launch's Model 351. Strato Launch's massive aircraft named the Model 351 has successfully completed its first test flight. With a wingspan of 117 meters and a gross weight of 750,000 pounds or just over 340,000 kilograms, the flight took place on April 13th from the Mojave Air and Spaceport in California. With a flight time of two and a half hours, a top speed of 278 kilometers per hour, and an altitude of 4,570 meters, the flight was a complete success. Evan Thomas, who was the test pilot for the flight, was very positive about the test. Honestly could not have hoped for more on a first flight, especially of an airplane of this complexity and this uniqueness, he said in a media call after the test flight. The test flight came after a series of taxi tests of the plane at varying speeds. There, however, was no news about the test flight program, nor when the plane will fly again, and how long the test program will last. And lastly, Northrop Grumman's Antares rocket has had a successful launch. A Northrop Grumman Antares rocket successfully launched a Cygnus spacecraft today, April 17th, carrying almost three and a half metric tons or 3,500 kilograms of cargo headed to the ISS. The rocket lifted off from the Mid-Atlantic Regional Spaceport in Wallops Island, Virginia. The spacecraft is very healthy. It's performing very well, Frank DeMauro, Vice President General Manager of Space Systems at Northrop Grumman said in a post-launch briefing. The spacecraft performed two maneuvers called targeted altitude burns to raise its orbit. Those burns are a new capability on the rocket, Frank said. This will help shorten the time it takes for the spacecraft spacecraft to reach the station. The spacecraft is carrying 3,436 kilograms of cargo and will arrive at the ISS early morning on April 19th at around 5.30 Eastern Time. 1,569 kilograms of the cargo, or a little under half, is for science investigations. There's a rodent experiment, another by a company called FOMS, to test production of high-quality optical fibers in microgravity, and two robots referred to as AstroBees, which will be able to maneuver within the station and support research there. These robots are successors to the spheres robots which is a set of small spherical robots that have been on the station for several years there is also 60 thin sat payloads which are secondary and will be released from the upper stage of the rocket several minutes after the cygnus development or cygnus development and one usual cubesat thin sats are the same length and width of a cubesat but as the name would suggest are far thinner which enables more to be flown in the same volume as a cubesat 
The thin sats will be in orbit between 200 and 250 kilometers and will only be in orbit for around five days. This was the last mission for the company of its commercial resupply services contract of 2008 for NASA. That's all for this episode, folks. We hope you enjoyed. Make sure to subscribe if you haven't so you don't miss any space news, and we'll talk to you in the next one.